Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. Join us each session for a deep dive of real talk and inspiring interviews with conscious, awakened souls who are realizing epic fulfillment by living on purpose, with intention, and in alignment. Come find out how they have created their life to be this epic, fulfilling experience. I'm a lifestyle coach, an entrepreneur, a speaker, personal development junkie, and most of all, your host for this epic journey where you can also learn how to take your life from ordinary to extraordinary. See you on the other side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. I hope you're just having the most beautiful day ever today. In real time, it's June 22nd, 2020, and we are almost halfway through this year already. I am just amazed at how time flies these days. And, you know, sometimes I think it's a product of getting older, but I think it's also a product of having more hands and more pots. And then this year, we just have so much going on in the world. I mean, we started the year out with uh, COVID-19, who spread to us. I think we had our first cases not long after the first of the year, but we really got in full steam swing about March. And then we seemed to head it off and started going back the right way. And now we've opened up and we've got uh, huge hot spots again, like here in Arizona, where our cases have just escalated. Now we are doing more testing. Some of it may be mass testing, but you can't deny that probably some of it is the lack of social distancing and getting back out and um, mingling again. But it is what it is, right? We just put a mandate in our county and most of our cities here that we have to wear masks out in public. And that's the first time they've really done that. Even when we were on lockdown, which was fairly well voluntary, we didn't have to wear masks. They uh, encouraged us to, but they didn't mandate it. Now they've mandated it because we've had such a surge. So big deal, right? We've got financial consequences. We got people out of work. We've got all kinds of things going on because of COVID. We got just manufacturing delays, shipping delays. I mean, it's affected our economy as a whole. It's kind of crazy how ill-prepared we were for such a circumstance, right? So, but learn from your mistakes and we can do better next time. And then on top of this, which is the biggest issue to me, because viruses come and go, we've had many of them, you know, we get the flu epidemic every year. Uh, You know, we've had other viral contagions like this that have swept through as well. They will come and go. But the one thing that's been going on this country for over 400 years is the oppression of the black person, black man in particular, but you know, black woman, anybody with black skin has a harder road to hoe here in the United States. It doesn't matter whether they came from money, maybe they were born into a wealthy family, they are still faced discrimination every day based on the color of their skin and their life can be harder because of it. So to me, that's a bigger issue going on. And there's a lot of stress for a lot of people. So what do we do? How do we cope? How do we thrive? 
I know some folks that are thriving right now and they're not rich. In fact, one of them that's thriving is out of work. So what do I mean by thriving? Thriving isn't necessarily monetarily well. To me, thriving means you're in a good state of mind. You're able to handle your circumstance and get through it and still have some joy and some happiness and be full of gratitude. And believe me, when you don't have a job, I'm sure that's really tough. When you have financial stress and all the other things that go along with it, it can be daunting. However, I know people that are thriving right now. Now, what's the difference between them and everyone else? Well, there's only a few things, really. Generally, it's two millimeter shifts in most categories to get one person to be able to mirror another one. And don't get me wrong, there are people who will take more than one two millimeter shift to shift into something more positive. But in general, it's usually a small increment from one level to the next. It doesn't take a whole lot, but it always seems to be for some people insurmountable and that's because they make it this large thing in their head. And really life is all just a series of choices. I learned that a long time ago, but even more so in the last 10 years where I realized the quality of my life is truly based on the quality of my choices. And so these days I tend to choose very wisely. So you lost your job. You can become resourceful or you can suffer. It's a choice. You are having some financial difficulties because maybe of a divorce or your business is not doing well. Could be a myriad of things. You can choose to become resourceful or you can continue playing the victim and martyr yourself, which is going to feel better. I think being resourceful is. You can be down in the dumps and just angry or you can be happy. It's a simple choice. And often in my life, I forgot that it was a choice. Instead of realizing and acknowledging it was a choice of mine on how to react or act based on what was going on in my circumstance, instead of using it to place blame on others or even blame on myself that I didn't do this right or I didn't do that or they did this or, you know, this was unfair, and, you know, I lost this, whatever it is. (laughs) It's all a matter of simple choices. And it's crazy how difficult we make it when we can choose to be happy, regardless of what's going on around us, regardless of our financial situation. If you've ever been to a third world country and gone into a small village, Those people sleep on maybe straw on a dirt floor. They have no doors and windows most of the time, no air conditioning, no heat unless they have a fire in the winter or when it's cold. But yet in my experience, those are some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life because they make good choices. They're grateful for what they have. (laughs) They believe that everything is working out for them and that nothing is happening to them. And it's simply amazing when you go somewhere where somebody has nothing 
compared to what we have. And they want to share with you. They don't want anything from you. They want to share what little they have with you. It can really give a person perspective. What should also give some of us perspective is the things that we take for granted in this country. And more so those of us that are white. Our life is never going to be harder because of the color of our skin. We may have had hard knocks. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in a poor family. My father was enlisted military. My mother didn't work. Then my father retired and didn't have much money. And my mother had to go to work just to make ends meet. There were no uh, fancy cars and expensive prom dresses in my life. But my life was never harder because of the color of my skin. Never. So I'm always grateful for that. And now I have to be grateful that I have become more awoken to the fact that I also need to stand up for those, my friends of color. Because most of us that don't really see color, and I will tell you, I don't. I see people's insides, not their outsides, honestly. But that's also kept me kind of blind because I want to think everyone else treats everyone the same way I do. And I really honestly know it's not the case. In fact, I've been a person that has intervened many times when somebody's been picking on someone else because of their color, their religion, their their sex, their sexual orientation. I'm always an advocate. However, I have not done all the right thing there either because when things quiet down after we have like, a George Floyd incident, I too go back to my status quo. Now my status quo is different because I don't treat people the way that we're trying to say that is not right in this country. But that is still a lack of work on my part because the problem didn't go away. The challenge for the people of color didn't go away. It's still there and it's going to just keep coming back until we finally do something about it. But that's taking personal responsibility. And I take personal responsibility for that. And now that I know better, I have an obligation to do better. And so do you. But we all make choices. So what choices are you going to make today? Are you going to make choices that serve you, that better you, Are you going to become resourceful to help guide you when you have a challenge that's financial or otherwise when you need something that you don't have? Are you going to choose joy over sorrow? Are you going to choose responsibility over blame? Are you going to choose love over hate? Are you going to choose joy over suffering? Simple, simple choices two millimeter shifts from one to the other. And most of these shifts can be shifted easily with gratitude. Gratitude is my number one go-to when I'm stressed, when I'm not feeling quite like myself, when I'm letting the outside influences permeate my being in a negative way, when I'm becoming reactive or, you know, even... For me, sometimes it's more of withdrawing from emotion when I'm overwhelmed with feelings and 
and stuff going on and drama outside me, I'll kind of want to withdraw from emotion, kind of put up that wall, put up those barriers and just kind of protect myself from it. Sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes if we're in a toxic situation, that is a perfectly valid thing to do until you can remove yourself from the situation. But more often than not, in my experience, personal and with my clients, it's almost an avoidance of doing what you know is the right thing, right? Whether we shut down, whether we, you know, just kind of put blinders on and start focusing on something else, hoping this other thing will go away. Well, usually challenges don't go away until we find a solution or we move away from that challenge because some challenges don't really belong to us. And sometimes we get in a situation where we end up in this challenge and it's not really ours. It belongs to someone else. And so sometimes we can let go of challenges, but when there are challenges, like we have a financial challenge or a challenge in our relationship or a challenge in our work, in our business, whatever it is, in a friendship, we can't just shut down and move away from that if we want to keep it. It's not healthy. It's an avoidance pattern that have you ever been in a relationship, usually an intimate one, where all of a sudden you're fighting over the dumbest shit. And I mean dumb. When you go and break it down, you're like, what was that about? It's because it wasn't about that. It was about all the important unsaid shit that happened before that we shut down and we didn't deal with. And we didn't become resourceful and we didn't make good choices. And so my word for you today, my friends, is that life is just a series of choices and you're going to make mistakes. We all do. The whole goal here is to make more good choices than bad choices and then not beat yourself up about the bad choices. Learn from the bad choices so that you don't repeat them and move on to better choices. It's as simple as that. It really is. And most of those choices are two millimeter shifts. So whenever you find yourself making bad choices, go to gratitude and appreciation for what you have in the moment, what's good in your life, and release that need to blame oneself or someone else for whatever went wrong. Learn from that, make another choice, and move along. And just keep moving through life like that trying to make the best choice you can. And when you made a wrong choice, you just switch direction, whatever that is. Now that doesn't mean you don't have to have a conversation. If it's a partner, you can't just like leave and not talk about it because that wouldn't be probably the right thing to do. Now I'm talking about a normal situation, not an abusive situation either. So anyway, just make sure that you're conscious and aware of your choices. And if you're pointing fingers at yourself or someone else, you're playing the blame game. And that's not going to get you anywhere in life. We want to get you to a higher level, to that joyful level, where you can just shed a tear from gratitude. And that's if you're a guy too. You can put your hand on your heart and go to a place of gratitude for what you have, what you're going to have, who you are, who you have in your life. And just open up your heart and let it flow. 
and watch your choices shift in that moment. So anytime you're having a struggle like that, go to gratitude and see what it does for you. I know it means everything in a day for me. And the one thing I always want to remind everyone of, one of the things I say to myself when I know I'm offline, when I know I'm not moving in the right path, but I'm being stubborn, I've made a bad choice and I don't want to see it. I always am aware and what I will come to say to myself is, I have so much compassion for what I'm putting myself through. And friends, I have compassion for you because we put ourselves through way more than anyone else does. And so if you're in that circumstance right now, I have compassion for you for what you're putting yourself through. Please go to gratitude and open that heart back up and start making choices that'll change your life. I love you guys. Have the most beautiful day. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at tracybenson at joyfulsouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.